guys, and welcome back to another episode of Reality Graveyard, the podcast that dives deep into the land of dead reality shows. I'm Katie. And I'm Kim. What's, What's going, going on? Hey, guys. How Hi. you doing? Hi. Um, <laughs> we are back. Now, this... Okay, guys. This episode of Charm School is, like, kind of amazing. <laughs> it's, like, peak Charm School. It's peak Charm it's, School. It's the best. <laughs> It is, because, you know, they bring in some dudes, and mm. they do a little prom. And Pumpkin <laughs> acts a fool, and I love it. Oh, she really does. So, let's talk about what we're drinking, and then we'll get into our rodeo tweet. <laughs> yes, we've got a punch uh, recipe for you guys, just like they're drinking some punch mm. at this prom. This is a holiday party punch. If you're feeling festive, um, I know we're probably not all with big groups with our families right now but hey maybe you can just make this for uh those that you're living with and have a little party of your own or a solo punch party you know yeah if that works too don't have any roommates you do you and i'll do may you do you and i'll do may <laughs> Rode like a rodeo should okay so um we just sift through her tweets miss rodeo um yes. we found a couple that were you know usable <laughs> yeah, she's still coping, but there was a little bright spot in her her tweet her tweet thread there um, with Miss Sophie, uh, one of her cats. Mm. She uh, posted a pic of her stretched out on the couch, and she said, um, "I just looked over and over, and there Sophie's stretched out on her back, not a care in the world." I mean, hashtag it... I love cats. Hashtag pet lovers. <laughs> hashtag Sydney, Sydney Rodeo Steedle. Hashtag funny cats. <laughs> I mean, like, I think we all are jealous. Like, if you have an animal at home and you just see them, like, just completely relaxed, snuggled up, I sometimes get jealous, especially when I'm, like, leaving for work and I see that. I'm like, well, fuck you. He's like, you know what? I put a roof over your head and you do nothing. You You just lay there. (laughs) Oh, anyway. Um, So, okay, let's jump right in. Oh, I did want to mention some somewhat big news is that Ashley and Farah are friends oh, yeah. again. Apparently they've reunited I and I feel like they're going to do like a podcast or something. Mm-hmm. Probably. I'm guessing is on the horizon for them. I mean, cause that's kind of what people do nowadays is like when in doubt, make a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We'll keep our eyes on that, but it is nice to see them back together cause they were, um, such good friends on Rock of Love Bus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It'll be interesting. Um, to if like if it is a podcast, how is that going to clash with Talk of Love? Will it? Oh, I heard she came yes too. So who knows? I'd be, I'd love yeah. like every Rock of Love girl to have her own podcast. That'd just be great. all have their own, and we can listen. <laughs> just spend our lives listening to all. Of them. <laughs> anyway, okay. So I think they kind of get right into the the next lesson. Like, there's not too much that they show before uh-huh. they meet with Monique. Which it's basically this week they're focusing on relationships. And the commandment of the week is, unless thou can play, thou will be played. Mm, very important lesson. <laughs> and to help teach us this lesson, we've got a tall glass mm. of water, Mr. Tariq, to help us out. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> I mean, if I walked into his classroom, I wouldn't pay attention <laughs> to what's going on other than him, you know? Exactly. You know what I mean? <laughs> Um, this is Mr. Tariq 
King Flex Nasheed, and he's sort of like a pickup artist, I guess, mm-hmm. but like the only good-looking pickup artist I've ever seen. I, um, yeah, no, I'm going to stop you right there because I just oh. had a memory. Wasn't there a show oh. on VH1 called The Pickup Artist? There was, and I remember him wearing like a big fluffy top hat like Farron <laughs> Ashley. Yeah, I can't remember what he looks like, but I remember that he wore a top hat, and I'm curious to look that up, and I will later. But um, That would be a yeah. great revisit. We could probably do like a bonus episode or two on our Patreon for that. That'll be fun. Anyway, so he's got some uh, lessons for the ladies. Yes. And um, Shay also agrees that he is very cute, and she says that Mm -hmm. makes a good, better teacher because you pay attention more. I mean, well, yeah, I guess guess it could go both ways because, like, Mm -hmm. in one way you could get lost in him and just not focus at all. But in another way, maybe it would, you know, motivate you to pay attention to everything he's saying. Mm-hmm. So I guess it just depends. Yeah. <laughs> but but uh, we learn about yeah, the four P's from Mr. Tariq. Four P's. We got players, professionals, pushovers, and parolees. Mm-hmm. And I actually really love this, and I find it very fun. <laughs> um, but players are... He does this thing where there's, like, charisma, sexual aptitude, sensitivity, and profitability. And each of these people have, like, a certain percentage of each. Like and a players chart. are the really charismatic ones. <laughs> They're focused on getting the women, but not focused on taking care of business. I did not write down the details of each. <laughs> oh, I mean, it's not like that. But, yeah, he basically breaks it down, each of them, percentage-wise, what they're, like, you know, what they're most like. In regards mm-hmm. to those different types of characteristics. And as he's describing each one, we see flashbacks of Flav. And we're supposed to, I guess we're supposed to believe that Flav is all of these guys. <laughs> all these types of guys. It was like a big stretch. Um, yeah, yeah, In I a agree. lot of them. Like like the pushover one when he said he was like with uh, Becky on the gondola. And yeah. I don't even remember what he said. That he would jump in the water for her or something. or Something like what, that, I don't yeah. Know. But... <laughs> That we're supposed to believe that that means it's a pushover? I don't think so. Sorry. I don't think so either. He's definitely not a pushover. We no. learned that when New York tried to push him over, he was not going to be pushed. <laughs> he jumped in that water in his suit to say no. <laughs> his shoes on. I think he just wants to jump in the water, and that's that's what the truth is. Maybe that's what it is. <laughs> but um, I guess they also learn about um, the urban renaissance man who is like the top tier man has all the best characteristics of each of the P's. Yes. Tyreek, I believe is one. (laughs) What's that? I believe Tyreek is one. And then I did a winky face. He sure is. He's got swagger, but he's about education, a little sensitive, but a little gangster. He's suave and mentally stimulating and he knows how to satisfy you. Mm -hmm. And then Mm. pumpkin has a question. Um, she wants to know if you have to sleep with every guy to find him. Hmm. <laughs> He's like, mm, you can usually figure it out with, what does he, he says something about like mental stimulation or something. Yes, right? exactly. <laughs> and here lies Pumpkin's problem and mm-hmm. we'll see what happens later. Yeah, <laughs> totally. So then they announced that we're going to have a charm school prom. They're going to bring in some eligible bachelors and basically, there will be the four Ps there, and there's also going to be one true Renaissance, urban Renaissance man in the mix, and whatever girl picks him will be saved from elimination. 
This is like one of my favorite challenges of all time on any oh, shows. Awesome. I just love it so much. Love seeing a mix and mingle. Yes. <laughs> um, Pumpkin's really, really excited about the prom, which doesn't surprise me at all. She's like, she needs to calm down. Like, someone needs to like, I don't know. <laughs> I just wanted so to stay down for those girls that went to prom every year of high school. And yes. Maybe at once after high school too. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like a prom freak. But um, I feel like in her case, she's just horny. Um, and yes. could care less about the fact that it's an actual prom. She just wants to get down and dirty on that dance floor. She sure does. And <laughs> she sure will. So, um, yeah, I said giddy up. This is going to be good in my notes. <laughs> Hell yes. <laughs> Giddy up. Um, so they bring in a bunch of prom dresses for them to try on, and they all do their hair and like look all cute. Mm-hmm. Um, then Pumpkin's like, I'm not wearing any panties. And she's like <laughs> frying the shit out of her hair as she's <laughs> getting ready. <laughs> What's left of it? I'm sorry. I, I need to stop being so mean to Pumpkin. <laughs> it's so hard not to. Oh my God. No. <laughs> Was it Amber that told Brett that she wasn't wearing any? Yeah. Okay. And she, um, oh my gosh, what? I feel like there's another funny moment in that moment. <laughs> I don't there know. There was. Just there her. Shoot. I was, you know, I sometimes that when I'm at work and I have free time, like I scroll through Reddit, Rock of Love Reddit, because like there's always fun stuff to read on there. And I was really happy to see that someone pointed out, like, how fucked up Amber was to Daisy and, like, how she, like, forced her into talking about her abortion and, like, her issues with Charles and stuff. And, like, when Amber lied about her age and I was just like, yes, yes, as I was reading through. That that subreddit has been like popping lately. Um, someone posted some like vintage videos of Daisy, which I love to see. Mm-hmm. Like I, I I'm kind of obsessed with her. Sorry, I, I kind of love her. I kind of stand. I I maybe not now, but like you know, early two thousands Daisy. Exactly. <laughs> we love. <laughs> love. Anyway, sorry. Um, so Fiery says that they met these men coming in should be very scared because um, everyone's been in here with no men for a long time. I, I think I would be scared if I was one of the guys, especially like because it seems like Pumpkin is ready to go. Like she just wants to find one. It doesn't matter which one and like drag him to a dungeon and just go nuts. <laughs> sure does. <laughs> um then I think it's time for them to meet their prom dates. It is. Um, here come... Now, do you like any of their looks? The guys or the girls? The girls, sorry. Uh, not really, no. I thought Lily looked nice. Yeah, I just think that they're... Maybe their prom dresses were, like, supposed to be, like... Well, actually, yeah. I don't know. Were that is that what prom dresses were like at this time? I Probably. think so. Yeah. Maybe just the idea of, like, prom dresses in general. I'm not, like... Oh, there's probably some cute ones, though. I don't know. But I feel like the traditional prom dress is ugly. Yeah, exactly. Ugly. Ugly. Yes. Um, okay. So, here come the men. How many are there? Let's see. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven of them, right? I think so. Okay. Because there's, like, a couple of each. No. There's two pushovers, two players, one pro and one urban renaissance. Oh no, and a, a parolee. 
Uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> Sorry, I got confused. Okay, so the first man we meet is Joey. Now, Joey is a player. He's a DJ at a strip club and considers himself to be a smooth talker with the ladies. Now, my eyes have been on Joey. The, we're on Joey the whole episode. Mm. Um, none of the ladies seem to talk to him, but he just seemed to be reacting to a lot of things, mm-hmm. and I really enjoyed his presence. He did seem like he would be a really good time. <laughs> yes. Um, then we have Dewan, who is also a playa, and his nickname is Seduce, and he says he'll stop at nothing to get a woman in bed. Now, <laughs> is it just me, or is that phrase a little rapey? <laughs> Yeah, that's that's not great. And I don't think that's him. I think that's just the way they worded, you know, like I yes. like I would never like accuse him of being a rapist, but I feel like that was just weird the way that they phrased that. Like, we'll stop yeah, at now nothing. That I'm thinking about it, you're right. <laughs> Maybe just phrase it a little differently, yes. guys. Um, next is Owen, who is a professional. He has a large collection of Armani suits, and his last girlfriend broke up with him because he worked late on their anniversary. Um, and then we have, uh, I think it's Tuante, uh, who is a pushover. He supported his last girlfriend, and he's eager to settle down and have a family. And I'm like, that does not sound too bad to me. <laughs> I read that, and I'm like, um, what's wrong with either of those statements? How does Sign that make me up. a pushover? Support his last girlfriend. I'm interested. Yeah, like, what the fuck? Oh, gosh. I feel like his description was the best out of all of them, in a way. And that includes, for me, the Urban Renaissance Yeah, I agree. (laughs) Which is so weird. But anyway, next is Brandon, who's also a pushover. His, I guess, is more like Mama's Boy related because it says he's mother. He's mother. (laughs) His mother still makes him do dishes and mow the lawn, and he spends a lot of time with with his grandma. I mean, again, it doesn't sound too bad, bad. but I guess living with the mom is the issue there. Mm -hmm. And then, now this guy is firecracker we got next up. Paroli named, okay, what's his name? Sun Ra? I think so. AKA Seashell. I'm going to call him Seashell from now on. So Seashell calls himself the foreplay specialist. He did eight years in prison, and he's never had sex with the same woman twice. Yes, and I love how Monique makes like a big deal. She's like, we have an actual parolee who served eight years in federal prison. It's like, okay, chill. We'll be okay. <laughs> Relax. Then, then fi- yeah, oh, go ahead. I was going to say, then finally have Mark, the urban renaissance man, mm-hmm. who is an award-winning film director, director who enjoys working with children, and he's open to discussion and compromise in his relationships. I feel like that's so lame. Sound Like, <laughs> I'm open to compromise. When it's like, okay. I feel like Tuante's, if that's how you say his name again, I kind of forgot. Um, but um, I feel like his description sounded way more appealing. Like, not that, you I know. I agree. Like, maybe, okay, maybe I'd like to know more about the man behind, you know, just wanting to support his woman and get married. But still, mm-hmm. those are two nice, you know, characteristics. I agree. <laughs> anyway. So, I guess, should we just jump into the first dance of the prom yes um now monique the judges and tyreek are all watching um mm-hmm. everything from another room um mm-hmm. to kind of see how things go down because yeah it's time for the ladies to get in there and talk to all the guys and safari's a little uh disappointed yes, with what she's she seen said, what did she say i was we've been bamboozled because they're all <laughs> ugly or something yeah. <laughs> 
She is so funny. Oh my gosh. She's my favorite. <laughs> Definitely. She's a star. Um, now, Eileen gravitates towards Owen, who mm-hmm. is the professional. And it, the way she reacts to him talking is really weird. Like, he's, she's like, oh, so you date a lot of girls in California? And he's like, if I like a girl, I'm with her. And she's like, oh, uh-huh. It's like, what? Yeah, she's, like, kind of, like, enamored with him. Yes. Which it's, like, weird because he's, what's so great about him? I'm sorry. <laughs> Maybe just because. He's not bad looking, but they're all pretty, I feel like they're all pretty good looking. And yeah. so I don't really get the big deal about him and at first i thought well maybe you know because she even said herself like she being um a stripper at at one point in her life like she kind of knows how to like read men and like kind of schmooze and stuff so like i was thinking oh maybe she's just kind of working him right now to try to figure it out but no i think she's actually into him right now (laughs) she very much is and they both like shopping, which she's very excited about. And mm-hmm. she does think that she's got the urban renaissance man. And so mm-hmm. we'll see. Right. Uh, and I did see Tony sneaking some um, booze in the punch. Tony. From a flask. He was the player, the first player. Wait, was his name Tony? No. Jo- Joey. <laughs> like, who <laughs> Sorry. <fuck is> Tony? <laughs> Joey is being silly, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, so let's see. I mean, we see Becky start. Becky's basically just, her plan is to talk to all the guys. So we kind of see her mixing it up with all of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we see Pumpkins just getting dirty. <laughs> yes, she's dancing with one of the pushovers. And she's like, this would be so much more fun if we were naked. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Monique's like, wow. Um, and then she says, the prom just started and Brooke was being slutatious. I love that term slutatious. so much. It's hilarious. <laughs> it is. Um, yes, she's getting gross. Um, Monique's disturbed. She's actually disturbed by what she's watching. She's feeling some secondhand embarrassment. Um, and... Pumpkin even says at one point that she didn't, or she knew, or maybe this is when she moves on to another guy, but she says she knew he wasn't the urban renaissance guy, but she didn't care. Yes. Um, she asked one guy who's talking about how he gives massages. I think he was a player. Mm-hmm. And she says, and what about the vagina area? Gosh, it's like she's got a one-track mind. She does. <laughs> um, and I think she asked someone, do you like to fuck? Yeah. You're like, let's go. <laughs> um, was that seashells? Yes. Licking the strawberries. <laughs> I think we um, cut back to Laylene, who's still talking to Owen. They're talking about, like, all the stupid movies they like, and it looks boring. Oh, my boring. God. That was so funny. She's talking about, <laughs> dude, where's my car? And then she's like, I'll be honest. I love Revenge of the Nerds. And he's like, yeah, all right. And she's like, are you serious? He's like, Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Like, she wants it to work so bad. Yeah, I'm like, Lailene, come on, honey. <laughs> and then they play rock, paper, scissors, which she just gushes about later. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, um, she, I think Pumpkin talks to Mark, but she said he was boring, so she didn't spend much time with him. Um, I'm sorry, he kind of is a little boring. Yeah, he is. He doesn't have that, like wow factor that an urban renaissance man should have 
That's how I feel. I mean, like, he's fine. I'm sure he's a great dude. But in this scenario, like, a this type of, like, social function, like, he's not sticking out. Yeah, exactly. And maybe that's a good sign. Maybe, yeah. May- but maybe. I don't know. <laughs> um, hmm. And it, okay, so then Pumpkin starts talking to the parolee. Seashells. Seashells. And he asked to carry her upstairs. And she's, she's like, like, oh no, don't get me wrong. I love that ship, but I want to get to know you just a little bit first. And I feel like she is the parolee. Oh, yeah. Of women. You know what I mean? She like is. She, they've met their match and they, they, they don't know how to handle each other yeah. almost. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think he's like, he calls her a tease and she's like, oh, honey, I'm not a tease. I love to please. <laughs> and then he gets her over the ice sculpture. Oh my god. <laughs> um, he calls it a machine. He's like, I want to put some metal blue eyes in that machine. <laughs> so he has her like sucking on the bottom of it um, and like drinking the stuff off as, as he pours it. And I feel like he just like knows that he's making a fool of her. And he's like, I think he does. You know? <laughs> and he's like swallow broke swallow broke he's like mm-hmm. see how daddy gave it to you just yeah. right oh so nasty so <laughs> no but it's like seriously she's like openly doing this <laughs> she like she knows where she is how she's supposed to act and like she's just doing this that's the thing like there's nothing wrong with like having fun and letting loose but like you're on charm school you know that they're watching i, mm-hmm. I would assume you have you to know, know at this point it'll get around what you've done yeah so why do you think you can get act like this and not have any consequences in this situation Mm-mm. yeah she's being dumb um <laughs> and we see that mark's sitting alone in the corner and like you said you know it's probably because he's a little boring <laughs> <laughs> unfortunately but you know it's true Oh, hi, Mark. Oh, hi, oh, Mark. hi, Mark. I fucked it up the first time. That was way too normal. <laughs> You're like, oh, hi, Mark. <laughs> I did not. Oh, hi, I did Mark. not touch her. <laughs> did not do it. <laughs> so anyway, um, uh, then we see... Now, this part was so fiery and seashells is really funny. It is. <laughs> Um, it starts out, okay, actually it was really funny with Brooke dancing between the two and Monique is just absolutely pissed at that point. She's disgusted. She's truly disgusted. <laughs> um, but then, like, Pumpkin and Safari are near the parolee and Pumpkin says, like, oh, Safari has big tits and Safari says, oh, you have little tits. And so she's like, yeah, I do, I've only got a handful. Then the parolee is like, oh, you don't want big juicy tits because they get stretch marks on them. You're just so fucking rude. Like, you know what, dude? Fuck you. <laughs> So Safari's like, what did she say first? Oh, because at first, oh no, they say, I don't remember what she says first, but he says like, what you doing, Miss Weave, or what's up, Miss Weave? And then everyone's like, oh, no, no, no. And she's like, I got this, guys. Relax. Love it. And she's like, which ocean did you get them seashells hanging from them tiny ass braids? And then she's like, it looks like you're going bald right there, so maybe I can make you a lace front for that. (laughs) And then she starts roasting his suit, which it is kind of a mess. Like, dude. It is. Come on. He has, like, some really dumb, like, comebacks. That, like, I feel like she was winning. She was definitely winning. Down. He was hitting, like, below the belt in just, like, mm-hmm. a completely fucked up, lame way. Yeah. And my favorite part is when she's like, you're old and you're ugly. And someone's <laughs> trying to pull her back. <laughs> 
And then Monique's like, okay, this is enough. We gotta cut. We gotta stop this. So she she comes in with Tyreek and they're like, hey guys, we're gonna tell you who, uh, well, first we're gonna find out who you guys pick. And then we're gonna tell you who's the urban renaissance guy. Yeah, so they all have to like pin boutonnieres on who they think is the urban renaissance man. Mm-hmm. And um, I mean, and then after that, they discuss it. And as you pointed out last week, it's never good to start first. And they start mm-hmm. with who Laylene picked, who mm-hmm. was Owen. Yeah, and they're like, mm, Tariq is like, no. no, he's not the urban <laughs> renaissance man. He's the professional. Mm-hmm. Laylene's shocked. <laughs> She's shocked. <laughs> Um, then they find out that Brandon is the pushover, one of the pushovers. And I guess Shay and Safari picked him. Yes. So they were wrong. And then Becky and Pumpkin both picked, um, Tuante for their choice. And they're like, no, he's also a pushover. And that leaves Mark, who is the true (laughs) urban renaissance man who nobody picked. Nobody picked him. (laughs) <laughs> I was like, oh shit! I thought I thought one person might pick him just to like you know, I don't know, do wild guess or something. But but at least they didn't pick the players and the parolees, right? That's true. They could at least tell that. Like I feel like if you picked a pushover, that's like not that far off. And professional, <laughs> I feel like also is not that far off. So yeah, should we play Mary Smash Pass before we go to the next day? Yes, let's do it. Okay. Mary Smash Pass. So I think, can we please include Tyreek in here? Oh, sure. We're gonna, okay, we're doing a smorgasbord, guys. Like, it's not narrowed down to three. We're doing all the guys that come in plus Tyreek. And we're just going to let each other pick out of those men who we would marry and smash and then pass on the rest. You know, it's it's rare that we get this many men in front of our eyes lately. You know, we're not we're not no longer recapping Daisy of Love, so oh, this is our chance to really let loose. Yes. So, would you like to go first? Sure. Um, I'm gonna smash Joey. Mm. We didn't see too much mm-hmm. of him, but I just think he looks like a fun time. I know he's a player, but like, I'd love to kind of be at an event or social gathering with him and just kind of sit on the sidelines and, and enjoy and then mm-hmm. maybe get a little piece of that player at the, at the end of the evening. Okay. So I'm smashing <laughs> him. <laughs> he just, my eyes were on him the whole time. I don't know why. But um, I think I'm going to marry... I mean, I want to say Tariq, but I'm not a huge fan of like the pickup artist type mm. or like you know like the books he wrote I probably wouldn't agree with all of them and it might be a point of contention between us even though I respect him mm-hmm. I know he's he's got everything together and he'd be a great husband mm-hmm. but instead I'm gonna marry I'm going with Tiante you know um he had the best you know characteristics <laughs> the what <laughs> you know the things the facts about him he had the most yes. the nicest ones I agree, and he was very good-looking and charming, and I don't mind that he's a pushover. I'm also a pushover, so I don't think it'd be a big mm, deal. You wouldn't take but, advantage of that. You guys would both just, like, kind of, you know. We'd probably never pick a restaurant to eat at or <laughs> anything like that, but we'd get through it. You guys would just, like, drive around for an hour <laughs> and then just go home. <laughs> probably. But that's okay. <laughs> that's good. Um, so passing on the rest. Passing <clears throat> on. 
Yeah, unfortunately, yeah. Okay. I mean, if I could smash them all. <laughs> Why not? Okay. Um, hmm. I'm going to, I think I'm going to smash Tyreek because, I mean, um, I, I think that'll choice. just be a great time. Um, I really considered marrying him, but you know, I thought about what you said and maybe that pickup artist thing, you know, maybe, maybe that's not the best husband material, you know, I don't know. Um, I'm, I'm tempted to do the same and marry Tiante because like he has some great husband qualities, I feel like. <laughs> he would support you. You don't have to work anymore, Katie. I mean, that's, that's all I want. No, <laughs> but. <laughs> No, but, um, you know, he also seems like a really nice guy. Um, so, yeah, I think I'm going to marry him, too. Okay. <laughs> Pass sorry, on the rest. Sorry, boys. Sorry, seashells. Ain't happening. Yeah, definitely not seashells after mm-hmm. you disrespected our girl. No Hell way. no. Next day, ladies are all chatting about what happened. They're like, Brooke, you were crazy. <laughs> um, I think Safari says you were acting like a hooker. Mm-hmm. Oh, I mean, yeah, I think they just kind of, they just chat about that and what went down. And then they get an announcement. Yes. Um, they check the bulletin board. And basically, they since nobody won, they have to decide who applied the lesson best and who applied it worst out of everybody. So the person that was they vote on as the best will be safe. And then the person that's worst will go down to the carpet. Yes. So this is very interesting. Yes. And the ladies immediately start, like, strategizing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's uh, it's kind of a mess. And I feel like, I, re- I mean, this episode, I feel like Pumpkin is, like, the worst. Yes. Just especially what happens, you know, now up until the end, especially. Um, it's just she kind of shows her, shows definitely. her what she is. Even if we disregard everything that happened at the prom, from here on out, like, she is, like you said, the worst. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I think Safari tells Laylene that Brooke wants her out, which that's kind of, well, I guess it might be true, but, um, she kind of just made it up on the spot to try to get Laylene to vote with them. Cause yes. Safi- it's kind of like Safari and Becky and then Pumpkin and Shay are kind of teaming up. So, right. so, so Laylene's it's kind of in that Becky and Shay or Becky and Safari will vote for each other for best. And then mm-hmm. Pumpkin strategizes with Shay to convince her to vote for her for pumpkin as the best <laughs> okay <laughs> yeah um but yeah i guess it's all strategy and laylene's kind of in the middle so after mm-hmm. she talks to safari and becky um then she pumpkin pulls her in and she's like oh laylene can't think for herself so i got this don't worry um, she's so mean she is very rude to laylene like i think she i think she's completely jealous of her mm-hmm. um but she like talks down to her and acts like she's just this dumb brainless person and it's really kind of fucked up and annoying it, it is really fucked up um and to think this woman's like a substitute teacher really disturbs me yeah. after what we what happens here i hope that that like she never was a teacher again after this like ever taught again because <laughs> no. like no i mean hopefully they didn't need any substitute teachers anymore i don't know uh, so Laleen, like, she kind of goes back and forth to talking to Pumpkin, and then it goes back to talk to, like, Safari and Becky about it. And Safari has, like, these, she's got it all mapped out, like, mm-hmm. all these different scenarios, like, of how things will work out if people vote a certain way. And Laleen's getting a little confused yeah. <laughs> listening to it all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they try to explain it to her. Um, 
But, I mean, at the end of the day, we... And they kind of do, like, this survivor thing as they show all the ladies vote. Um, so we don't get to see who Shay voted, Becky or Laylene. We only got to see that Brooke voted for Shay as best and Safari for worst. Safari voted Becky best, Brooke for worst. Mm-hmm. So when it all comes down to it, um, what do we got? <laughs> We've got Becky who got two votes for best and that brings her, that gives her the prize. She won mm. the best Trump school representative in a safe from elimination. Mm. I mean, I feel like that's fair because, you know, she seemed like she was really trying to figure it out by talking to all the guys. She didn't seem to be acting crazy. Um, I mean, I think Shay probably did good, too. We didn't get to see as much of her, though. Yeah. But um, it seemed like those two were pretty, like, well-mannered. Yeah, I think it, either of them would have. But I, I think you're right that we saw more of Becky putting more of an effort. I don't mm-hmm. know if Shay was and we just didn't see it, but it just makes sense that Becky won this. Yeah. So, um, then we've, did, I'm not, you might have said this, but Safari and Brooke both got two votes mm-hmm. for bad, worst. Um, so Laylene yes. is the tiebreaker and Monique outs her for that. She's like, Laylene was the one that decided. Like, why do you got to say that? I know that was not cool. <laughs> even though I think we all would have figured that yeah. out. But still like to highlight it, like, come on. Yeah. Um, and Pumpkin is immediately pissed. Oh, yeah. She loses her shit. It's really... This part really pisses me off. So, the second they find out that Brooke's going down the carpet, you know, they all go back to what they're doing, and Brooke just loses it on Laylene, and she... And Laylene's like, yeah, I voted for you because you were the worst. Like, did you see how you acted? (laughs) Yeah. Like, she's like, read the question and tell me I'm the worst. And it's like, Laylene's easily like, yeah, you were the worst. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Sorry. You were not a good representative of charm school. And, like, the way she's talking to Laylene, like, look at me. And, like, I don't know. It's just annoying. And then, now, did I read this wrong when I looked at the subtitles or hear this wrong? Brooke said that she's 21. Or did she say over 21? Because I'm like, girl, you do not look 21. She said she was 21. Is that true? Said, I'm 21. I can drink if I want. Um, I don't know, but I she agree that she looks... 31. Old. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, she could pass for 31. Am I wrong? I mean, being Beans' mom will age you. (laughs) There's no way she's 21. Maybe she said over 21 and just got, or maybe she meant that. I mean, I heard I'm 21, but she (laughs) might have meant that. I hope (laughs) she. Or she really is 21. We're going to have to Google that. Here, let me look. Let me Google this, because I'm like, girl, something's wrong here. Something's not right. Um... How old is pumpkin flavor of love? Because I don't remember what her. Ugh, I have to like. She's 40 now. So what was, how old is this? How, where, how are we? No, yeah. This was like, what, 15 years ago? <laughs> so she was like, like 25. Not, not capable. <laughs> she was like 25. So this was in 2007. Oh, okay, so tw- she was older than that. No. 20, 27-ish? 27? Does that make sense if she's 40 now and this was 13 years ago? Yeah. Right? Um, so, yeah, well over 21. Excuse you, bitch. That makes way more sense if, yeah. that's, if that's correct. <laughs> <laughs> she must have. Okay. Anyway, I had to highlight that because I was like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> I agree. <laughs> but she's just being so fucking rude. Like you said, like she calls out Laylene for being a stripper mm-hmm. and also like for wanting to actually like, better herself. 
And I did like when Safari said in her talking head, what the hell is wrong with you, nipple girl? <laughs> What's wrong with you, nipple girl? And um, yeah, I said it, nipple on the lip. <laughs> and I also think that Laylene had a point, too. She's like, you know what? I was a stripper, but at least I did it for money. And you just, like, do your shit for free. Yes, yes. <laughs> Sorry, but she's got a point. Um, but yeah, Pumpkin, the fact, that's like insane to me that she's like coming for her for being a stripper when she just acted this way. Also, uh, the last thing she does before leaving, like, bitch, you're the biggest <laughs> hypocrite ever. <laughs> you know what? That's a great point. And like, like Safari, she says, you were acting like a hoe. And Pumpkin's like, that's fine. And Lilene says, are you okay with that? And then Pumpkin snaps and she's like, are you okay with being sucked up by rich guys that just want to bang the fuck out of you and suck in your fucking tits? I'm not your fucking friend, bitch! She's jealous that rich guys don't want to do that to her. Seriously, <laughs> I mean, come on. Stupid. But I do, I'm really proud of Lilene for actually, like, standing up for herself. And I think she did make this decision on her own. Yeah. And I'm proud of her. I am too. Definitely. Um... So, then I think it is time for elimination. And this is when I realized, like, this whole fucking argument is so stupid, because even if Brooke didn't get the worst footage, she would have gotten down to that carpet anyway. Yeah, that's a great point, because, like, you can't escape that behavior, girl. They saw it. No, like, there's no way she would have gotten out of the scot-free, even Mm -hmm. if she managed to not get voted in the box. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's totally stupid. So... Uh, so obviously they call, they are like, good job, Becky, you're safe. <laughs> and then, um, they bring Brooke down and then they also decide to call down Laylene and Safari. And I'm thankful that Shay is safe as well, because that just makes sense. And totally. she deserves that. Yeah. So, um, you know, they talk about how they're disappointed with Laylene for spending time with only one guy. They talk about Safari's fight with seashells. Um, and... <laughs> What did Safari say? That pumpkin looked like Pamela Anderson on crack? Something. <laughs> now, Keith goes in hard on pumpkin. I love how he goes. Now, Brooke, I gotta give it to you. You were ready to engage with whatever came along. And it reminded me of a quote my mom used to say. You can put as much lipstick on a pig as you want, but it's not going to make her lady. You calling me a pig? <laughs> he says, uh, that would be pretty fitting. <laughs> I mean, she kind of was acting like a pig. I mean, I mean, I don't want to like slut shame or anything. Cause, but like, I would say that same vulgar on this podcast. Oh, I know. But, like she was above and beyond. She was really she was vulgar. I would and say the same about school. a guy doing that. I would say you know it's kind of acting like a pig. You don't need to go that hard with all and the absolutely. different. Absolutely. Like if a guy was coming up to every woman talking like this, that would be crazy. Yeah. That would be so inappropriate. Mm-hmm. Anyway. That was like like every conversation that she started with them was like balls <laughs> to the wall, flirtatious. Yeah, I just love. I mean, I, again, you know, I I also agree. Like, it's not cool to slut shame, but I think that Monique's <laughs> what? But I think Monique's use of that word is funny, and, she, and what she it says later too <laughs> is really funny. She's like, people might get mad at me, but it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so then they all just kind of go in on, uh, pumpkin for a bit. And then, um, Monique says that Monique gets up and then she says that Safari and Laylene can go back to the car mm-hmm. or back to the stairs. Mm-hmm. 
And then she alone's <laughs> on pumpkin and she, she calls really her complete does. embarrassment. <clears throat> she says she was sexually explicit with every man. And she says it stepped out of being flirtation. It stepped into being prostitution. Ooh, shit. He is going hard. <laughs> she calls her the whore of charm school. And Pumpkin's like, I draw the line there. Okay. <laughs> and so then she said, she clarifies and says, the behavior you exhibited was whore-like. The whore jumped out, and then it jumped back in. She has some really good quotes. Here. <laughs> um, Mo wishes her the best, but she tells her that she's expelled. And Pumpkin's just like, she's pissed. Like, she's annoyed. Um, what does she say? She says, I don't believe you when Mo says, um, I wish you the best in life. Mm. And Mo's like, I understand it's hard to hear the truth. And she says, I'm not a fucking saint. Never said I was. It's like, she won't shut up to just like, let her say what she has to say and be done. (laughs) Um, And this was like, I mean, Mo being like this, it would like break my heart for her to like, talk to me this way. And like, it would really be hard to hear that. Um, but I think she was trying to do it from a place of like kindness, even though maybe it was a little harsh. I don't know. Well, she says the thing about like how she needs to learn to respect herself. Mm-hmm. Um, cause then she won't, what would she, I don't, I didn't write down the quote, so I don't really have it, but it was something along those lines. Um, yeah. she said, like, I think she said, <clears throat> when you realize you deserve so much more, you'll never again expose your beautiful self like that. And she was like holding her chin as she was talking to her. <laughs> I mean, the timing is bad because it's almost like, you know, Dr. Drew moment, like when Nathan was like, can I hug her? You know, maybe not the best timing to like grab her yes. chin. But I do think that maybe those words were sincere. Like she was trying to like help her. <laughs> but, it, you know, I don't think it landed well. No. In the moment. <laughs> so Brooke leaves and on her way out, she says, Laleen, you're next. Okay. And then, no, I'm not going to spit America. When it's like, thank God for that. (laughs) Um, Yeah, and then outside she's going crazy and then she flashes her tits on camera and she says that she's not the whore of charm school. It's like, okay, well, what the fuck are you doing? (laughs) You're exposing yourself to the world. (laughs) And that's the last we saw of her. No, not really. She'll be on um, I Love Money. That's true. But, um... Yeah, Mo calls her a slatatious whore, and she's. This is when she's like, "I might get in trouble for this, but damn it, it's funny." <laughs> Just the slatatious. Okay, it is kind of funny. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's and also part of the problem is is that pumpkin's so like ugh, rude and like disrespectful. So it's, you know, we don't. We're not, you guys know we don't like her. So if it was like any other girl, we'd probably be more. You know, like, okay, Mo, you're being a little hard on her, but you know what I mean? Yeah. It's just hard just with Pumpkin. just have a bad history with her, you know. She's been on New York, and that yeah. was definitely strike one, and there have been many other strikes since then. I mean, that was strike one, two, and three for me, but... You know what, you're right. <laughs> but she was, like, very... I just, I didn't like her even before she spit on New York, and... Yes. Like you said, there's been other things after, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, next week we've got the finale, apparently. I can't believe it's already here. What the hell? Wow, that's fast. Yeah. So, um, stay tuned, guys. We'll be back for more Charm School next week. Thank you guys so much for listening, and have a great week. Bye, guys. Bye.